Welcome to the Nourish Podcast. I'm Jas, a certified nutritional practitioner who specializes in reducing bloat. I've been able to passionately support hundreds of women get back to their bliss, and I cannot wait to help you do the same. Thank you for tuning in, and I'm so stoked to get started. I hope you're having a great start to your day and a great start to your week. I'm super excited for this week's episode because you're going to be hearing from Amber. She has actually been one of my longest I think friends on Instagram and one of those friends that I've just connected with for so long I think the first time we really chatted was in 2019 and it's so funny I remember like to this day exactly what I was doing when we were talking and I was like living in Kelowna and I remember her sending me a few products of her gua sha and then since then we've just connected I love sharing her stuff on my page you've definitely seen me share it so many times she's such an incredible light in this world and she's been in the aesthetics world for 14 years oh I think for more than 14 years actually which is crazy and she started off in medical aesthetics and then moved into holistic aesthetics and now has her own practice in Prince Edward Island, which I just find so inspiring. And it's so amazing to like actually be able to watch someone for the past few years really push themselves to get to this place where they are now. She's such an inspiration to me. I always am so amazed at what she's doing. And also, if you guys have not checked out her page, you have to take a look at it because she has some of the most incredible tutorials on gua sha and just skincare in general i've learned so much from her and i just find it so soothing and relaxing to listen to her stuff too and her reel so you definitely have to check it out but today we talk so much about skincare about skin foods her journey getting to the place where she is today which i personally found so interesting and so incredible and I know a lot of you guys that are listening either are nutritionists or you are interested in nutrition and this might be something that you're interested in looking into as well. So definitely one, reach out to her if you can do like an online consultation or even see her in person for anyone that's from PEI or if you're visiting. And two, reach out to her if you ever have questions about the journey that she's been on because it's super inspiring and I feel like so many people really long to be in that position and I can absolutely say just from being an outsider looking in, it looks like it's been a lot of work, um, especially as a mom, but you can tell that she's done it with so much passion and I think that's what really gets you so far. So I'm super excited for you guys to listen to this and I feel like it's been a long time coming. This is an episode that we recorded a few months back, just an FYI if if we bring up the fall or anything like that, but super excited for you guys to listen to this because like I said, it's been a long time coming. She's so incredible and super passionate and I think that's what's drawn me to her energy so much. Amber, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. We've been connected for so long and it just feels so exciting to have you on here to talk all about skincare and everything that you're doing that is so amazing. Thank you so much, Jas, for having me on here. Yeah, we've connected on Instagram years ago now, so it's really it's really nice to connect and have a conversation with you and just chat about skin. Yeah, I'm so excited. I feel like we've been, yeah, like we were just saying before we started recording, we've been connected for a few years now and we've stayed connected, which is so nice because it's so easy to fall off when you, you know, have been talking to someone a few years ago. But I feel like you and I, especially because 
you are like the skin expert. I talk about skin for candida and parasites and gut healing and just my experience in general, personal experience. And it's just cool to like have you on here today so we could talk about all the skin stuff. So before we get started, can you tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into this space? So I have been an esthetician now for just over 14 years. And I think what really hooked me into this career is that I really wanted to help people. I really wanted to make people feel really good about themselves. So my mom actually suggested taking this course. And at first I was like, should I take this? Okay, I'll take it. And then I'll just see if like, I want to do something else instead afterwards. But it really stuck with me. And I, I just love the one on one personal time, which with each client and bringing their confidence up. It's just, it's just such a rewarding job for me. That's amazing. I can't like 14 years. That's, that's so, that's so incredible. Yeah, I know. I can't even believe it either. Like saying it out loud. I'm like, how have I been doing this for so long already? (laughs) It just it went by so fast. And yeah, I still have such a passion for it. So I think I chose the right career for sure. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. And it's really cool too, because you have like the 14 years of experience. And also I think a huge thing is seeing the industry evolve. I'm sure you've seen so many changes. So within your 14 years in the field, what have you noticed that has evolved in the industry? And has any of that like influenced your practice and things that you've wanted to change or adapt? So Yeah, within the 14 years, I feel like this industry is constantly changing, new things are coming out, new research. But with my own personal experience, I started out with just basic aesthetics. And then I actually took a course in Toronto on medical aesthetics. So Mm -hmm. I was doing laser treatments, I was doing chemical peels, I was doing a bit more invasive treatments. And now I kind of stick with just the holistic way of treating the skin. But I noticed when I was doing a lot of medical treatments that it was more so a band-aid effect. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was doing the laser treatments, I was doing the chemical peels, and it was great, it would work like right away, but then it wasn't giving my clients lasting results. So then I started to research a little bit more into holistic skincare, like a full body approach. And I think a lot of estheticians now are going more towards that way, like looking at the body, the full picture rather than just topically on the skin. So I think that's really how this industry is changing because before like when I first started it used to be all just like topicals like apply yeah. seven products on your thing you need like all these different steps and then we're going to do a laser treatment and then we're going to do chemical peels and like, by the way you actually need to come back like monthly and then you need to do this and then you need to do that and it was just like it was never ending but if you take the holistic approach you can actually like teach your clients how to be there maybe like the industry is changing it's really going more towards the holistic route rather than just working topically with the skin yeah it that's so true like I remember when I first got my first facial this was I don't know maybe like six years ago and 
I went into it while I was studying holistic nutrition. I got like this gift card. I never went for facials before because I always had like clear skin and I just never thought that it would be something that would benefit me. I was always like nervous to go and then it would make me break out. I remember going for my first one though. And, and this is not to say like anything poorly about the esthetician, but it was just like product. Like it was putting product on and then taking it off, putting product on, taking it off probably like six or seven times. And then that was it. And then when I went Mm -hmm. to an esthetician in Vancouver and um, Sydney, she was great. She I would see her like very often because it felt like this whole body approach. She would, as soon as I walk in, she would ask me about my stress levels, my liver, my digestion, my lifestyle, like the entire time she would talk to me about just like the whole picture. And it was so different. I remember once she asked me like how my stress levels were and I just started crying because it was like in that moment where I was like feeling all this like stress build up. I was just going to school to Victoria. I felt so there was so much going on. It was like trying to balance so much. And it just gave a completely different experience to the point where you want to really take care of yourself. I remember going back from like, I think it was my first session and I was like, okay, I'm going to start focusing more on my liver. I'm going to have dandelion root tea. I'm going to eat more bitter vegetables. And so I think it makes such a difference when you do go to see someone who practices holistically because it is a much more full body approach since we know it doesn't just come from like our skin, the, our skin appearance, the glow that we get from our skin doesn't just come from external factors, which I know you obviously know so much about. Yeah, totally. So yeah, it's, it's definitely not not just an external approach anymore. We know now that we have to take both the internal and external approach to really benefit your skin and get that glow. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So with saying all of that as well, how would you say you incorporate more of like a holistic approach to your work and as an esthetician? So I incorporate different modalities into my facial treatments. So I don't work just like with the epidermis. I work below the epidermis as well with the lymphatic system. So I incorporate gua sha and facial cupping and I do facial reflexology as well. Mm -hmm. So I offer like a number of different types of facials. And then typically what will happen is the client will come in, especially if they're unsure what they need or want, they'll come in and I'll give them a full consultation and I'll go over everything. I'll ask them like, how's your digestion been? Like, how's your stress levels? Kind of similar to the esthetician that you saw. Mm -hmm. I go over all of that with them. And then I, yeah, I work below just the epidermis. So I do incorporate lymphatic drainage a lot because it is so beneficial for overall wellness. It's Mm -hmm. like a detox. It helps with any sort of like dermatitis on the skin and it helps with decupping and things like that. And then the facial cups and the gua sha are really good for lifting and sculpting. And then I do carry some supplements as well that are geared towards skin itself. Mm. So I will recommend those at different times as well, as long as they do some research and they talk to their nutritionist or whoever they're working with for internal work as well. But yeah, so I don't do just like 
just apply their skincare products mm-hmm. and say, okay, you're good to go. And then I usually will give them like a protocol that they can work with at home as well, whether it be like, okay, I think that you should do the facial cupping at home or the lymphatic drainage, or I will give them a map as well for facial reflexology, because that really helps to balance out the whole body internally as well. Like, especially if they know they have something going on with their hormones, or if they're having a lot of like pain, they have fibromyalgia, arthritis, things like that. So facial reflexology can really be beneficial for that. And as you know, whatever is going on internally will show externally on the skin. So Mm -hmm. it will all, it's all connected and it will give them that glow that they're looking for. Yeah. That's it. I just feel that's so great to hear. I feel like that I keep saying this, but it gives such a full body approach where you feel excited and empowered to take care of your body. Cause from what you're saying, it sounds like a session is just, you're learning so much in it, which is really cool. I feel like lymphatic drainage and gua sha have become so popular, but I also think you have to be careful with where you get that done or how you perform it. So yeah, that's really cool to hear. What would you say in your opinion, what's the most common misconception people have about their skin? I feel like you probably see this all the time. There's probably like a few things that stand out to you. Yeah, I would say the biggest thing that I see is when somebody has something going on with their skin, whether it be like a flare up with acne or any sort of dermatitis, I think the biggest thing that I see is that people are over exfoliating their skin, like they're stripping their skin Mm -hmm. way too much, they're damaging their moisture barrier, or they're not being consistent with their skincare routine. And I can totally understand the frustration that they feel like when they come in to see me, they're like, okay, like I've tried everything, you know, like, and I'm exfoliating this much, or I'm using this glycolic acid on my skin to get this away. Like, I think one of the biggest things I see is, yeah, people are just overdoing it. So keeping your skincare routine really simple can actually be so much more beneficial for your moisture barrier, your pH, and just your overall well-being. Because when you overwhelm yourself too with too much skincare, most people are like, okay, this is actually too much and I'm not going to do it. And then that's where they lose the consistency. So I think keeping your skincare routine really simple, going back to basics when you're having any sort of issue with your skin is the most important thing to do. That makes sense. And I can definitely see that. I remember with myself, like when I was dealing with perioral dermatitis, I would like cleanse twice a day, put so much product on, and I would really like rub the product, the cleanser off my skin pretty harshly. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that was just causing so much friction and so much redness and inflammation. So hearing you say this, I'm like, okay, one, I wasn't alone in that. And two, it's so common that people do it, but clearly not enough of us talk or not enough of specialists talk about it. But I know it's something that you've talked about a lot, which is great. So what would like, when it comes to cleansing, I feel like this is so confusing to me. I never know what like the right or like the wrong thing, I guess, is to do. I know everyone's personal, personalized, but do you recommend cleansing twice a day, once a day? What do you think is most ideal? 
So I do think that that is a really personal approach, like you said. So if your skin can handle cleansing twice a day, that is incredible. That's amazing. Some people can really only handle cleansing in the evening. And then if your skin is also like pretty well balanced, you don't necessarily have to do a cleanse in the morning. But I would say to keep it consistent and to just give you a general answer twice a day would be ideal morning and night with the right cleanser though. Cause if you're using a cleanser that is say it's like a foaming cleanser with like an acid in it. Cause mm-hmm. I have some clients that will use like a salicylic acid cleanser. Mm-hmm. If they're using that twice a day, it can be very stripping of the skin. So I think twice a day is great if you're using the right cleanser for your skin type. Okay. And would you say the salicylic acid, is that more for like acne prone skin or? It really depends because acne, acne can be like, it's not always like you have oily skin because you have acne. Like you can look at somebody's face too, or I can look at somebody's face and be like, they have acne, but their skin is actually so dehydrated or they have acne and their skin is really oily. So salicylic acid cleanser, I don't often recommend, but yeah, it wouldn't be just for, you can't really like put it on just acne though either, because there's so many different types of acne too. I know it's so cool to like hear this because you're right. Even if you have acne, it could be oily acne, or it could be dry. Like there's so many different like combinations, which yeah, it's like, I don't think a lot of us, I think, I mean, I know I was guilty of this too, is just seeing what people promote on Instagram and being like, Hey, I need to get that. But like having no idea what kind of, what type of skin that person had. So that's like really good to hear. I actually am using a cleanser. I've been using this one for years. It's the skin essence one. And I just cleanse once at night. I find sometimes when I cleanse in the morning, my skin gets like, red it's not like irritated but I think it's just more sensitive yeah so I've just is that normal like to it can be it can be common for sure in the morning sometimes if your skin is a little bit dehydrated or more like on the dehydrated side in the morning your skin can just like it absorbed the the products that you used all night and so when you do a cleanse in the morning it can just go a tiny bit red or even feel a little bit warm just because you're putting that product on. So it's really important to do like a cleanser that's pH balanced in the morning. If you are somebody that goes like a little bit more red, because mm-hmm. then that will just keep your skin's pH at a normal level. Okay. That makes sense. Do yeah. you by any chance, I know again, like everything is so personalized, but by any chance, would you have like a brand recommendation or a product, like a cleanser recommendation for like most people? If you had to like, just give a blanket cleanser, totally get if you're like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do though. I have a cleanser that is like my all-time favorite and it's actually it's formulated right in Ontario. So I work out of Prince Edward Island, but I worked in Ontario for a very long time. That's actually where I first started my business. And so this is how I found out about this specific cleanser. And then I moved to PEI and brought that product here. And all of my clients are like hooked on it. And it's really interesting to see because now this one product 
is like worldwide. Like it's very popular everywhere. And it's just nice to see that it's a Canadian product. So the brand is called Living Libations and it's the sea buckthorn oil cleanser. And so I typically recommend this as a skin reset. So for my clients that are having any sort of issue with their skin, I actually just put them on this one product and they use it as their cleanser and as their moisturizer for 10 to 30 days as a skin reset. And then we actually go back and evaluate, okay, now that your skin is like reset and balanced, what can we do next? So that cleanser is definitely one of the ones where I'm like, okay, this is pretty good for most people. That's so cool. I I actually love that. Like the fact that you can yeah. have like do like a skin reset and also it probably like helps to gently strip like any excess like oil oil anything. or dirt or anything so that you can see like where their skin's yes. at. Okay, that oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. Also really cool to know that that's an Ontario brand and I've heard of that brand very like often. That's really cool. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. Cause I feel like that would be really helpful for everyone. Yeah. No so, problem. okay. So cleansing twice a day, if your skin can handle it. And if not, would you say evenings are better? Like if you had to evenings, generalize? Yeah. I would say if okay. your skin can't handle cleansing twice a day, definitely just go down to once a day, like in the evening would be ideal. Just cleanse your skin from being outside, wearing makeup, all those different things. And then in the morning, you could just spritz with a hydrosol as a, like a little refresher when you wake up. You should actually try that because it sounds like that mm -hmm. might be more beneficial for you than cleansing twice a day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I will. Yeah. So is it like a rose hydrosol that you recommend? I really like the Rose Hydrosol by Apotera. They also have a Neroli Mist as well, which is really good. But you can kind of just look up any type of hydrosol. It's more so like a floral water rather mm -hmm. than a toner. Like a toner is a little bit different, but the hydrosols are really nice just to add in that extra hydration to your skin. Okay. So good. to. I was actually going to ask you, what is the difference between a toner and hydrosol? Cause I don't really know. A toner and a hydrosol, they're both pretty similar. The hydrosol is literally just like a floral water though. So it's basically like a filtered water and then some different herbs. Oh, okay. And then a toner has, yeah, a lot more ingredients in it. It could be like, sometimes it has like an alcohol in it. So I like to recommend hydrosols over a toner, but they're both fairly similar. Okay. Awesome. Good to yeah. know. What yeah. about, I feel like this is a very common question that you probably get and have answered so many times. What <laughs> would you say, generalizing again, what would you say would be like an ideal skincare routine? I know you said to focus on simplicity. So yeah, if you can like, just kind of like walk us through what that would look like. So I typically re recommend like daily three to four products. So okay. a cleanser and then a hydrosol and a good moisturizer. So your moisturizer can actually be like you can choose if you want to use an oil as your moisturizer or if you prefer like a cream-based moisturizer, like whatever works best for you, I would do that. And then you can add in like an eye serum. But if you were starting out, I would say cleanser, mist, and then a moisturizer. 
once you get really good at that routine and you're consistent with it, maybe add in an eye serum and then exfoliation, maybe a mask as well. Mm -hmm. You can do typically like once a week, I would say would be enough for most people. But when I'm recommending like a full skincare routine to my clients or to my audience on Instagram, I recommend starting out really simple and then adding as you go, because like we chatted about earlier, consistency is so key. And Mm -hmm. if you add in too many things at once, it can become very overwhelming. So that's usually why I do the skin reset first. Let's reset your skin, which is literally the one product. And then after that, I would say, okay, now you can do a cleanser, mist, and a moisturizer. Once you get really good at that, then you can add in an eye serum if you want to, or exfoliation and mask. And then I usually recommend to add in like a skincare tool as well. Facial cupping is really great to remove any stagnation with the fascia. So Mm -hmm. sometimes like it will become like really, really tight. And the fascia is actually supposed to move with the skin and move with the body. So if it becomes really tight, that's when like you actually see fine lines and wrinkles. So it's really important to kind of move that stagnation out and facial cupping can be really helpful for that. Gua sha is also really great for blood flow and sculpting and lifting the skin as well. So yeah, usually I recommend really simple for topicals. And then if you can add in like a skincare tool, that would be ideal. Okay. Amazing. I'm going to, I definitely want to look into some of that stuff. That's awesome. And then this is something I think most of my audience experiences within like the skin conditions, I think eczema and acne. And of course there's so many different types of it. I think these are the most common like skin conditions that they experience. And then obviously perioral dermatitis, but I think that one is like a bit more specific. So we could even do like an episode on that if people are interested and if you're interested in talking about that, but what would you say are some of the most common misconceptions about treating eczema and acne? So I think a lot of people run to topical steroids, like almost instantly. Yeah. Which can be actually very dangerous. I don't know if you know this, but I've chatted about it before, like with my audience on, on my social media, I had one specific client that came in to see me and she had no idea what was going on with her skin. She came in to see me and she's like, I've been to see a dermatologist. I bet I did this and did this. And she's like, my skin is literally like falling off. It was like peeling off. And I was like, are you using a topical steroid? And she was like, yeah, I have been for like six years. And I like my heart and my stomach just sank because I knew like right away that she had topical steroid withdrawal and I'm not a dermatologist. So I couldn't actually diagnose her. And I was like, you know what, I've seen this happen to other people before. And I really want you to look into this. And then she like reached out to me after her facial treatment. And she was like, Oh, my God, like, this is what I have. And she's been through a whole journey now, like she's actually on the other end of it, where she's healing. But it was a really tough journey for her. And yeah, she's healing now, like it's all good. But I think the biggest thing is when treating eczema, psoriasis, anything topically like dermatitis wise I think again going back to like what we kind of chatted about with people 
applying too many products. Like I think people are just doing too much when you have any type of flare up. I really think it's so important to just go back to basics and be really simple. Yeah. I would try that first again to not overwhelm anybody. Like it's really good to keep stress stress levels down at that point when you are having any type of dermatitis because it really does affect the way that your skin is reacting if you do have a lot of stress. So keeping your routine really simple. If that's not working, I would say you can go like more with medical grade products, but I try and avoid recommending that unless it's really affecting their mental health and they need something like right away that's going to fix them right away. But for it to work like long term and for them to heal, it's really good to do the holistic approach. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so many times I've seen people say topical steroids is like Uh, the biggest thing that people are trying to use. So I know Uh, it's, it makes me so sad too, because like when you are in that state of desperation, it feels like the hardest thing to say no to. I remember for myself, like when I was dealing with the worst of my perioral dermatitis, I went to the doctor and I never thought Mm -hmm. I would go. And he was like, yeah, like, uh, so unfortunately this is chronic and you're going to have to deal with having perioral dermatitis, it's going to get better. Sometimes it's going to get worse, but the only thing you can really do is take the steroid cream. And I remember contemplating this for like a really long time. Like I was so tempted to just do it because I was so sick of trying all the things and nothing was working. And it was the hardest thing to say no to. I'm so thankful I did say no, but I really feel for people who have taken it and have gotten worse effects from it because it's, you're at this place where it feels like all or nothing, right? Like, yeah, yeah, they can really give you those results, but I have not heard someone who has done the topical steroid route and has had lasting results. Like that's the sad thing is it doesn't last. And at the end of the day, like, yeah, it going the holistic route, it takes longer for sure, but you get to know your body and you get to like make these lifestyle changes that end up creating this like wellness routine that you really start to live and love by. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And I do think too, like when you're in that, when you're in it yourself, like dealing with all of these different skin issues, like you said, I know it can be so hard and so tough and you want to just do whatever is going to work the fastest. Yeah. So that's yeah like when it's starting to affect your mental health that's when it becomes tough so I think like using topical steroids too like I'm not totally against them but definitely research and make sure you don't overdo it but then also start treating yourself holistically at the same time because I think sometimes too people will just do the topical steroids or they'll just do the the medical treatments on their skin and then not also do the holistic approach. And then that's when the results won't last. Yeah, that's so true. Like if you, you know, if you're dealing with cystic acne, you can't just take topical creams and then not change anything about your diet or lifestyle. It's gonna come Mm -hmm. back and it can make it worse. And so it's just so important to think of that. And like for anyone who's listening to, I think Amber agrees as well. Like test out the holistic route first before you go to the steroid creams because those will always be there. 
But using that as like a plan B, a plan C, if you need to, I think is the safest thing for long-term health. Yeah, I totally agree. So what advice would you give to someone who's struggling with acne or eczema or any kind of skin concern who feels like they've tried everything? I would say just be kind to yourself because I know when they're in that state as well, it can be very overwhelming. I had a client this morning that she's very frustrated with her skin and we were chatting about how it can feel like a nightmare. Like you go to bed at night and then you wake up in the morning just hoping and wishing that you look in the mirror and you're back to normal and And it could be worse. It could be a little bit better, but it's not fully getting better. So I think the best advice that I can give anyone struggling with any type of dermatitis, acne, flare up or anything like that is just be really kind to yourself and know that it's not going to last forever. Like you have to have that mindset and just know that you will get better. It's not going to be forever. And just be kind to yourself. Yeah, I think that's such great advice. I think it makes such a difference. Like, I'm sure you've seen this too, where I've seen some like Instagram stuff about it. I've also had people say this to me when I was going through it. But if you can't expect your skin to be clear when you're not treating yourself right, like if you're looking in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, my acne is so bad, or I don't like, Mm -hmm. I want to cancel my plans it actually internally creates a system for you where your skin can't get better. You can't heal. What's that quote? You can't heal from a body you don't love or something like that. It's it's really, really true. So I think that's like really good advice. If you were to give like, you know how every, like people will say like, I've literally tried everything. Is there anything Mm -hmm. that you can think of that when people do say that there's one missing piece? I think lately what I've been recommending is lymphatic drainage. Like not many people, like it's becoming more popular now, Mm -hmm. but not many people know how powerful and simple lymphatic drainage can actually be because what's happening with your skin when you're getting a flare up is your lymph obligatory load is just way too high. So whatever is triggering the eczema and the acne, your, your lymph is just on overdrive, like it can't handle it. So it's actually trying to like purge out through the skin. So Mm -hmm. if you help your lymphatic system along, that will help to purge and detox your skin. And it's something that you can do just by yourself at home. It doesn't cost any money. You don't even need like topicals to do lymphatic drainage. Like you can just do it with your own hands. So I think lately that's what I've been really recommending for those clients that are like, I've tried everything. So usually I'll just go back to, okay, you need to use like minimum skincare products and just do like lymphatic drainage. Like there's no tomorrow, like (laughs) just keep going with the lymphatic drainage. And I promise you it will get better because I know lymphatic drainage is very, very effective. So that's usually what I recommend because for those people that have tried it all, it's really hard because if they've tried so many different things, they're at a point where they're like about to give up. So I think going really simple with them and just giving them some, yeah, some simple advice that will, that will keep them going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that That's really great advice. Would you say like when it comes to lymphatic drainage, are you speaking specifically like facial lymphatic drainage or just in general, you can do like a body lymphatic drainage? 
I think both is okay. really great for overall wellness. The course that I took, like I took my theory in the full body, but I only practice on the face and the neck mm-hmm. just because that's really all I work with. But doing lymphatic drainage all over the body can be so beneficial and you can do like different stroking and pumping movements. And if anybody listening needs any help with that, like just reach out to me and I can, I can definitely help you with the proper way to do lymphatic drainage on the face and the neck, but even like dry brushing the full body or going on a rebounder as well, like a mini trampoline, just bouncing on that will stimulate the lymphatic system. Yeah, that's amazing. And also, yeah, for everyone listening, you have to follow Amber's Instagram. You have the best tutorials on there. I feel like there's a tutorial for every single skin condition or (laughs) lymphatic drainage, cupping, like you have everything. Like I've really found your page to be like such a source of inspiration and also support. Like I really, I can really feel that your community is so important to you and that you just want to share. Like for those of you who don't live in PEI and you can't go and see Amber for a service, you can get so much support through her Instagram. Like your, your videos are honestly so incredible. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And I also do offer virtual appointments as well. So if you're not on PEI and you can't get in for a facial treatment and you're like, you know what, I'm really struggling and you just want to chat with me for a more personalized approach, I can offer virtual consultations as well. Oh, that's amazing. I actually, I don't know why I didn't think of that, but yeah, that would be so helpful. Like even with you and I talking within those like two like personal questions I've asked I'm like okay this is so helpful so (laughs) I might even just book a session with you too yeah to to end off um what's one piece of advice you wish everyone knew about taking care of their skin or even a piece of advice you want to like give everyone I know you've like said the going more minimally which was really good advice and I feel like I'm asking you the same thing but yeah (laughs) that's okay but yeah I would say going really minimal with your skincare routine making sure that you're kind to yourself and don't overwhelm yourself and another thing that I'm noticing too is that skincare is super trendy right now like I've been in the industry for like we said like 14 plus years and just within like the last six years it's it's become like it's booming like skincare right now is booming and so there's so many people chatting about skincare there's trends there's so many trends coming and going so another thing that I would recommend is just do what works for you and don't always follow what somebody else is doing like just because something is trending right now it doesn't mean that you have to try it or it's going to work for you. If something is working for you, just stick with it. And also like if you need personalized advice, like reach out to an esthetician that you trust and don't always follow somebody else that has really great skin because skin is such a personal approach. So yeah, don't always follow the trends and do what works for you. Yeah, I I really appreciate that advice because it's so true. You can spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on skincare that works so exceptionally well for a lot of people, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So spe- like if you are struggling with skin, speak to a professional, like message Amber. There's, there's so much more harm, not only harm when you like try products that aren't made for your skin, but also a lot of like resentment and time that could be given to just like using the proper products, right? 
Like, yeah, I think it's just so important to keep that in mind. But Amber, it was so nice to have you on. Can you let us know where we can find you to follow you and book uh, your services and anything? So else my, share? yeah, my Instagram account is fresh face by Amber. I typically only use Instagram. I'm not like a huge social media person because <laughs> I'm also a mom and You're have a family mom. too. <laughs> yeah. So my life is very busy, but I'm so incredibly passionate about skincare. So I knew I had to share it somehow. So mm-hmm. I do have my Instagram account. I do have TikTok as well. It's Fresh Face by Amber, both of them. So if you want to follow me there, that would be amazing. I'm also just about to launch my own skincare tools, which I'm so excited about. I've been working on these for a very long time. So I will be launching those very soon. Yeah, a gua sha stone that I designed and created myself and sourced out like really great minerals for it. Wow. Yeah, and then facial cups as well. So I'll be launching those very soon. But yeah, if any of you guys have any questions or concerns with your skin, don't hesitate to reach out to me at all. You can just shoot me a message on Instagram at Fresh Face by Amber. Amazing. Well, oh my God, I'm so excited for these products. I'll definitely be in the know. Can I, Do you have an email list? I don't yet have an email list, but okay. you can also just like shoot me an email too, if that's easier. My email is amber at freshfaceskincareinc.com. Like if you don't tend to use social media that much. Mm -hmm. I'm always checking my emails too. So that works too. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Mm -hmm. Amber. I'm so excited for these products and I'm so excited for everyone to listen to this podcast. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks so much, Jess.